The hosts of the Real Life Wellness Podcast are not licensed medical doctors, and this podcast is not a substitute for medical advice or any form of professional therapy, nor is it intended to diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure any illness or condition. All content and information in this podcast is created for informational purposes only. Please seek medical attention for matters relating to your health and never disregard the advice of a medical professional or delay in seeking it because of something you've heard on this podcast. Welcome to the Real Life Wellness Podcast with Mary Preston and Kisa Amaro, where we talk about different ways to integrate healthier habits into your life. Welcome back, friends. I'm Kisa Amaro, certified health coach, and I work with ambitious moms to help them get control of their food cravings so that they can maintain a healthy weight without deprivation or complicated meal plans. And I'm Mary Preston. I'm a licensed psychotherapist and a life coach, and I work with healthcare professionals who are experiencing burnout. And you should for sure pop on over to my website and sign up for my free Facebook group where we talk about burnout. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should do that. And if you have questions about any of our programs, the podcast, or anything about health and wellness, come join us in the Real Life Wellness Podcast with Mary and Kisa Facebook group. We talk all about everything on the website, website, everything on the podcast, and answer your questions. Sweet. Yeah. I'd love to see you guys there. Um, And hey, guys, I have so many people ask me about why they have such strong and consistent cravings, no matter how healthy or clean they eat. So I decided to make a guide to answer this very common issue. Fantastic. Yeah, it is. It's called the uh, two reasons you can't quit your cravings and what to do about it. And I want to share these transformative strategies with y'all for free. What? Yeah, for free. So all you need to do is head over to my website at kisaamaro.com and enter your name and email, and I will send over the guide so you can tackle your relentless cravings. Fantastic. All right, folks. Head on over to Kisa's website, get that, and come on back. We will talk about our topic of the day, which is turning your mind off at night so you can get some good sleep. Yeah. You know, we we know that sleep problems are a huge, huge issue and can make it quite difficult to be present in our lives and show up in the best way possible. Mm -hmm. So in this episode, we wanted to share with you our experience with sleep issues, how to turn your mind off at night so you can get amazing sleep, as well as some action steps you can take to help you improve your sleep. Excellent. Take us away. Mm -hmm. Yes, I will take you away into sweet dreams. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, <laughs> soothing. Everyone get ready. <laughs> what if I started in like this like story? It's just a, bedtime, just a bedtime story. That's all this one is. <laughs> <laughs> bedtime stories are great, by the way. Um, mm. Anyway, so back to our podcast. Um, <laughs> I was always a great sleeper. And I could pretty much sleep through most anything, like lightning storms, commotion, garbage trucks, traffic, sirens, you name it. I would always sleep a good eight hours at night and not have to get up to use the bathroom. And even if I did, I would go right back to sleep without any issues. I was the person who left the party early because I wanted to get enough sleep so I had energy to do whatever I had planned for the next day. Mm-hmm. I loved sleep and it was really important to me that I got at least eight hours of sleep a night. I just genuinely loved it. 
And then I had a baby and <laughs> my whole life changed. <laughs> no, I was, um, as you all know, if you have a baby or probably if you don't, that you're up every few hours um, throughout the night because babies get hungry at night mm-hmm. and you have to feed them apparently. So I was up every few hours to feed my daughter and I became very sensitive to her noises and really any noises at all. And I almost felt like I would anticipate her cries and would wake up right before she started crying. It was kind of weird. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I lovingly fed her through the night until she was nine months. Then I put a stop to those because mama needed (laughs) boundaries. You're good. Boundaries, Boundaries, baby. (laughs) Um, You know, and then I was thinking once my daughter slept through the night, so would I, right? Well, I was wrong. Hmm. Um, I would wake up periodically through the night. And at first, I think it was because I was used to waking up at certain times and my body would just wake up. But then something happened. I wouldn't go back to sleep. (laughs) I would lay there awake thinking about things, anything really, you know, what are we going to eat for dinner tomorrow? Do I need to do laundry? What time do I need to leave tomorrow in order to make it work on time? What time do I need to get up in order to leave on time? Right. (laughs) You know, did I turn the oven off? (laughs) Everything. (laughs) (laughs) Like literally a million thoughts would go through my head and it seemed impossible to go back to sleep with all that going on. Yeah. Been there. Yeah. So then, you know, after being awake for an hour or so, I would start thinking about how tired I was going to be tomorrow if I didn't get to sleep soon. And that would last for a while as well. And then after a couple of hours, I would worry about, you know, like, okay, I'm going to be tired tomorrow. And how many cups of coffee will I need to drink to get through the day? Yes. I was like, oh my gosh. I better, I better, I better use the, the mm-hmm. large French press tomorrow. Um, you know, if I fell asleep, you know, right now, how many hours of sleep will I get? I was like very concerned about how many hours of sleep am I going to get? Mm-hmm. You know, and then, you know, should I just get up now and be productive? And I wasn't yeah. like, like, oh yeah, let's get out of bed. I'm ready to go. Like my body was tired. I just couldn't get to sleep. Yeah. And, you know, all of this mind chatter made me hate bedtime. And I used to love bedtime, but now I was starting to fear it because I knew that I was going to get, I was not going to get a solid solid night's sleep and that I was going to wake up in the middle of the night and not be able to get back to sleep. Yeah. And this fear was creating awful sleep for me. (laughs) When I woke up in the middle of the night, I knew that I wasn't going to be able to get back to sleep for a while and that I was going to be really tired the next day. And, you know, I knew something had to change when all I wanted was some Ambien. (laughs) Just give me some Ambien and I'll sleep like a baby. Give me those pills. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Like I was at that point, I'm like, give me something and not give me anything. (laughs) And since I didn't want to be on prescription sleeping pills because of, you know, personal preference and because I knew there had to be another way. Yeah. Like really. Um, So what helped me was to really look at my thoughts around sleep and my current situation. 
you know, like I was thinking that, you know, I'm going to wake up and not get enough sleep. I'm going to be so tired tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to suck. Yeah, and, really helpful you know, to sleep when you're thinking that way. Right, right. <laughs> like that, those thoughts are going to create yeah. a really awesome night's sleep. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, you know, I realized that these thoughts were creating fear around sleep for me. And nope. when I was fearful, when I would wake up, I would think, all the bad thoughts and this would cause me to not sleep. It was kind of a vicious cycle that I was stuck in. Yep. So to break this cycle, I needed to change my thoughts around sleep. I had to look at sleep and think thoughts like, okay, my body knows how much sleep I need. My body gets the sleep it needs. I know how to get back to sleep because really like I do, I've done it a million times before. Right. Maybe not a million, but I'd done it many times before, you know, pre-baby. And right. even when Antonio was, you know, breastfeeding, I would pretty much go to sleep. I was just so exhausted. Right. Um, but getting back to trusting yourself. Right. So when I would wake up in the middle of the night, I could think these thoughts instead of tomorrow's going to suck <laughs> and <laughs> all the ways that it will suck if I don't get back to sleep. Right. So now this didn't work right away. I'm going to be completely honest. Yep. Overriding thoughts about sleep proved to be quite difficult. However, I was determined to not go down the Ambien road and I was so close to it. Believe me, many times. <laughs> um, so when I would wake up at night, I would think positive and neutral thoughts about sleep and my body. And over time, I was able to get back to sleep sooner and faster. Yeah. But I really, I really think that it was, you know, my thoughts and changing my thoughts that helped me get back to sleep. Yeah. And now when I wake up in the middle of the night, I am able to get back to sleep fairly fast. I mean, there, it depends on the night and all that. Um, and, you know, if I do have a night where um, I just don't get very much sleep, I know I can handle it the next day. Yeah, that's awesome. That's no big deal. Yeah. And I've noticed the same thing that when I wake up in the middle of the night, it's because I'm just lost in my thoughts. Yeah. I'm like reviewing my to-do list, thinking about clients. I'm paying my bills, sewing something. <laughs> Ooh, that's gotta be fun. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I'm problem solving. Sometimes I'm, sometimes I'll wake up and I've done my whole like next work day in my head already. And I'm like, well, that's a bummer. Cause now I have to go do it again. <laughs> um, so this sounds strange, but over time, something that I've had to do to stop myself at night and kind of recognize what's happening is label what's happening or else I just keep getting back to it. So kind of like Kisa looking at the thoughts that are creating the staying awake. Mm -hmm. um, but the way I handle it is more like I have to form the thoughts and I put it in quotes like out loud to myself. Like I kind of think it out loud that I okay. am awake. <laughs> like I am awake. <laughs> I am like mentally rehearsing my day for tomorrow and I have to ask myself, do I want to keep doing that or mm. do I want to fall back asleep? Yeah. Because it seems like the obvious answer would be to go back to sleep, right? Like, of course you want to go back to sleep, but sometimes I don't want to do that. <laughs> sometimes I really want to finish planning something out. Yeah. And if that's the case, I give myself instructions. So I'm like, all right, finish planning out how the bodice will connect to the pants portion of the romper. <laughs> these, are, these are the things that keep me up at night sometimes. Oh, how am I going to sew those things together? What does that right? look like? Right? So I'm like, okay, 
if you are going to, like, if you are dead set on figuring that out right now, do it, figure it out, make a plan and then check back in so that you can go back to bed. There you go. Because the truth is, sometimes there is something that I really want to problem solve. And sometimes in the middle of the night, this is when my brain is loose and comes up with awesome ideas. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And sometimes I like to take advantage of that. But I need to get in there and take charge of what's going on, or I will be in that like half awake, half asleep, um, mostly not asleep, like thinking part of the brain. And Mm -hmm. then I don't wake up refreshed. Yeah. So when I'm done problem solving, I have to reevaluate, right? Like now it is time to go back to sleep. And when I know I've taken plenty of time to do some thinking, I choose my favorite bedtime meditation. Usually I do a body scan. Um, And so like, you know, you check in, you start with your feet and then you, you know, check in with your heels and your shins and your calves. Mm -hmm. And I get real specific because I know it's going to take a couple minutes to get back to sleep. But uh, yeah, I know I do. I get, I'm like, oh, now my knees, now the back of my knees. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And often by the time I've gotten to like about my arms heading heading on the way up, I've Mm -hmm. usually fallen back asleep. Okay. Um, yeah. So I kind of like, I also like to ask myself how, how awake I am. Right. So you can be like, how awake am I right now? If you're just Mm -hmm. slightly awake, right. Like in those moments, I'm usually like kind of still able to go back to sleep, just lost in my thoughts and they're getting a little out of control. Like Mm -hmm. then a meditation can help. Or sometimes I choose a fun dream or like go off in your imagination, right. Doing some of those things. Mm Mm-hmm. If you are super awake, right? And you know the difference. You're just awake. Yeah. You're looking at the clock. You're like, holy shit, I have to get up in two hours. Mm-hmm. Right? Don't torture yourself. Get out of bed. Choose a calming activity. Don't turn on the technology <laughs> screens, right? Like how many of you get up and get on your phone on the toilet? <laughs> you know it's the truth. Checking, in, checking on Facebook in the bathroom at <laughs> three in the morning. Right. That is not the way. So Keith is going to share some ideas on what to do if you can't fall back asleep, if you have to like get up and, you know, do something calming. Yeah. So let's take a look at ways to shut your mind off at night. So this could be either, you know, like before you're going to bed or when you wake up in the middle of the night and <laughs> you need some assistance for um, some sort of tool to help you go back to sleep. So my number one go-to ever is meditation. Me too. And I love guided meditations and highly recommend yoga nidra to help relax the body and calm the mind. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like once I found it, I was just like, oh my gosh, (laughs) this is amazing. Kisa was talking about Insight Timer and none of us, neither of us get paid by Insight Timer, but I have told probably a thousand people to download it. The by far the best meditation app and it's for free too like the amount of stuff you get for free is amazing and they do have they do have paid options um and courses like they Mm -hmm. have teachers and courses you can take yeah to like teach you how to meditate super great yeah um but the amount like just like the yeah the amount of meditations on there is just to me it's mind-blowing yep And yeah, another type of meditation is 
by nor- I can't say this word. Yeah, I don't, binaural, I don't, binaural? <laughs> binaural beats. <laughs> Anyways, they're designed to aid sleep um, and help with insomnia. They entrain the brain using low theta frequencies and mid-delta frequencies. So theta helps to put the brain in the zone for sleep preparation, and delta evokes a state of deep sleep. So uh, you also need headphones for these to be most effective because it's like you, it's basically you're listening to these certain frequencies. Yeah, and it like goes back and forth, like right side to left side. Yeah, super cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like those too. Uh, so I usually listen to a um, a meditation before I go to bed. I know most people meditate when they wake up in the morning, mm-hmm. um, but I prefer at the end of the day because it just helps me to kind of like clear my mind and relax and get in like that sleep mode. I like it. Um, this, uh, another tip for you or a suggestion uh, would be reading. And I've actually been told not to read before bed because it still stimulates the brain. But for me, it makes me tired and gets my mind off, you know, replaying the Mm -hmm. day or worrying about tomorrow. Yeah, me too. So if it works for you, do it. Um, And I tend to read more academic or difficult reads at night because I have to really concentrate on the act of reading and be present with it. And that's just my personal preference. So. And then another tool is to um, have positive and useful thoughts. So uh, I explained this a little bit in my own experience, but, you know, what are some thoughts you can think about sleep that are positive or neutral and useful? And then practice these thoughts before bed so you are armed with them when you wake up in the middle of the night or if you're having trouble getting to sleep. So it's really good to practice these thoughts have them written down somewhere and just like on a piece of paper or maybe if you have a journal on your bedside, um, you can just read them real quickly before you go to bed, practice them. So then if you wake up in the middle of the night, you're like, Oh, I have these thoughts, you know, you like, cause you, you know, I, I was thinking personally, I was thinking like all these thoughts that were keeping me awake. Like I can't get to sleep. Well, of course I'm not going to get to sleep because I'm thinking I can't get to sleep. (laughs) Right. So when I, re- when I would recognize that, I'm like, ah, these thoughts are not useful for me. What are some useful thoughts I can think instead? Um, the next one you could try is herbal tea. And I love the thought of herbal tea before bed. Um, you know, something warm and cozy. However, I don't drink any liquids after dinner or else I have to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. Yeah, me too. They're off for me. Yeah. But people but- love them. Yeah. And, you know, if you have a strong bladder and aren't bothered by drinking liquids before bed, you know, make yourself a cup of herbal tea and make sure it just doesn't have caffeine mm-hmm. <laughs> or even some sleepy time tea to help soothe and settle you, yourself before the night. Um, and then the next one is to turn off screens before bed. Yep. No, you're probably like, oh my gosh, you're crazy. Um, how will I survive without my phone? But the blue light emitted by screens on cell phones, computers, and tablets, and even televisions restrain the production of melatonin, which (laughs) is the hormone that controls our sleep-wake cycle or circadian rhythm. So reducing melatonin makes it harder to fall asleep and to stay asleep. So, you know, things like playing games, social media, or checking emails also keeps your brain alert and awake. 
you know, I know that I have personally checked my email at night and then would spend time laying in bed thinking about the emails yeah. and I, you know, like, how do I need to resolve them? Like, what am I going to reply? Um, yeah. So it would just end up, it's, it's not useful for me and I don't, I don't need to for work. It's not part of my work. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, oh, let me check my email. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I mean, there's, I could have waited till the next day. Yeah. And we uh, talked about it in the last podcast. Yeah. Don't, don't check your work email. No, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> don't ever check your work email ever again. Ever, ever again. <laughs> Delete it. <laughs> Definitely not when you're home if you don't need to. Yeah. Um, so turning off your screens and having an engaging conversation with someone or reading a good book would be a great option to help you wind down um, your mind at night. So try and give yourself at least 30 minutes of screen-free time before bed in order for nature to do its work. And this next one I love is to have a bedtime routine. Mm -hmm. And I know, Mary, you mentioned this. I kind of chuckled when you said this in the last podcast because I'm like, oh, I mentioned that in our next podcast. Yeah. Um, you know, That's there's a reason so good. We, we give kids a bedtime routine. Like It signals to the body that it's time to go to sleep. Um, when we brush our teeth, wash our face, get our pajamas on at night, you're signaling to your body that it's time for, for bed. It kind of calms your body. Um, and you know, just create a bedtime routine and stick to it. Add in something comforting, like reading a book, uh, snuggled in a soft blanket or drinking tea with your partner. And then, uh, another idea would be a thought download. Mm -hmm. And this is where you take pen to paper and write all the thoughts going on in your mind down on paper. Great idea. So you can set a timer for 10 minutes or just like, okay, I'm going to fill the page, however you want to do it and dump whatever is going on in your brain onto paper. And this will help you clear your mind and get you ready for bed. Yep. So then those thoughts that, you know, usually are like kind of flying around in your brain are down on paper. Yeah. There's something uh, about writing it on paper that yeah, makes a difference. Is. I don't know the science, but it does. Yeah. And it kind of, I don't know. I, for me, it just kind of like clears my brain. Yeah. And if I really need to like refer back to something, I can look at what I wrote, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, our next um, strategy would be to plan ahead. Um, often, and once again, we talked about planning ahead in our last <laughs> Uh, podcast so these, and pretty much go, every other episode we, well, yeah, we we're big fans <laughs> we're big fans of planning ahead it's kind yeah. of life-changing it is yeah you know often we're so worried about the next day and getting everything done in the allotted amount of time that we just can't stop thinking about it and it keeps us from falling asleep yep um, our to-do list is swirling around in a jumbled mess in our heads and it just seems overwhelming so by planning your day out and writing everything on your calendar and giving it a specific amount of time, you are assured that everything will get done and you won't have to worry about it in the night. Mm -hmm. Makes a huge difference. Yeah. Um, the next one I love is coloring. Mm -hmm. And I got this idea from Mary hmm. a long time ago. Do you remember your meditation class, Mary? Oh my gosh. Yeah. That was a long time ago. Remember we colored? Yeah. <laughs> That's when I, I was like, Oh, this is real. Like I hadn't colored and I'm an adult. I haven't colored in a really long time. I didn't have kids. I hadn't colored in a really long time. 
Um, and I'm I like, think we did, we did mandalas. Yeah. We, yeah, I did we like a, mandalas. I did a short course on how to meditate and one of them yeah. is mindfulness on mandalas coloring. Yeah. It was amazing. Um, so yeah, there's a ton of adult coloring books out there. So grab one and a set of colored pencils or markers and color before bed. Just so, you know, it's just a great way, um, great mindfulness practice. And it can help you clear your mind before bed and just calm your mind down. It's also a really good one for um, if you wake up in the middle of the night, coloring Ooh. is a good one okay. because you don't need really bright light to do it. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of zone out and get, yeah. get into the coloring. So that can be helpful at like 3 a.m. if you're like, oh, God, I have to, mm-hmm. I have to get back to sleep. Yeah. Uh, the next one is gentle yoga. So some gentle yoga be- before. Before you go to bed can calm the breath and mind and help you slip into sleep. Um, I would just suggest look at look up some yoga poses for sleep on mm-hmm. the Google sphere and see what comes up because there's tons. Um, I'm not personally not a yoga teacher. Um, so yeah, just Google some and find some really nice like child's pose or butterfly. Um, and then, yeah, just choose a few poses and take like 10 minutes or so and do them before bed. That's a good idea. Calm yourself. I should and, look that up for the, yeah. for the next time I'm, I wake up in yeah. the middle of the night. Yeah. And I mean, stretching never hurts you, right? <clears throat> True. Stretching is good. That sounds so relaxing. Yeah. <clears throat> so I have a couple of strategies as well. Uh, one of the things I really like to do, especially – So for me, it's not like I can fall asleep like a champ. I fall dead asleep. I don't even need a routine. But a lot of times what will happen is I'll be really excited about something or I'll worry about something. And so I'll wake up in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. So if you do have to get up, doing a journal assignment can be really helpful. Mm -hmm. And um, I'll share a link to the questions on the website, but I'll just go through them really quick here. So it's just asking yourself, like, what am I thinking about? What's keeping me awake? Um, it really focuses your brain because what I find happens at night is your your mind's just real loosey goosey, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and it just jumps from one thing to the next, and it's like, okay, let's yeah. get focused here. What is the problem that I want to solve? <clears throat> is there something that I have to do about it right now? And is there something I can put into my calendar for tomorrow or the near future instead? And mm-hmm. is it useful to stay awake thinking about it? Because like I said before, sometimes I'm like, hell yeah, I want to see how to solve that sewing project. Yeah. <laughs> it seems really useful. But a lot of times it's not, right? Is it useful? Is it going to solve my problem to stay awake? Probably mm-hmm. Um, Another strategy is, um, and this is if like, if you have a, like a, a pattern of not being able to fall asleep, being prepared to like take a bath or a shower can be really soothing. Mm-hmm. But again, it's like reading for some people, this wakes you up. So right. if that's you, don't, don't try this strategy. But if, um, if you are the kind of person where taking like a really hot shower, like a really quick hot shower and then cooling off really quick, there's actually science about, um, when your body temperature cools off, that's why they recommend for you to sleep in colder air because when your body cools down, you sleep better. So you can kind of trick your body a little bit by heating your body temperature up in a hot shower and then cooling down and then jumping Mm -hmm. in bed. Yeah. 
so it can help you get into a into a sleepy state. And then I wanted to add, I didn't I didn't put this in here. I kind of forgot, but um, I have on occasion. I know we were laughing about Ambien before, but I have <laughs> taken melatonin before. Oh yeah, and some people have to take you know sleep medication, and you know as much as. I do think it's funny. I don't want people to feel like there's something wrong with having to take those. Like sleep is so important. Yeah. And so if that is the only way, like there's sometimes when I'm about to go to bed and I'm like, I know there's no way I've got this really important thing tomorrow. I've, you know, like I just know myself that I'm like, I am not going to stay asleep tonight. Yeah. I will take, I have, I take like slow release melatonin, you know, I'm no doctor. I'm not recommending anything, but for me, sometimes I do that. Um, and that will keep me in a sleepy state when I wake up at night. I will say, though, sometimes you get some loopy, weird dreams. <laughs> so that's a side effect, right? Because loopy your dreams on the melatonin. Yeah, your brain's like trying to wake up. And so you're like, <laughs> like partially in an awake state, but like the rest of you is sleeping. It's just this really weird feeling. So sometimes that happens. But man, if you got to take some melatonin, you got to take some Ambien prescribed by your doctor. You do yeah. it, man. You do what you got to do Definitely. So we've shared some strategies with you for calming your mind before bed. And this wouldn't be a sleep episode if I didn't mention caffeine. Yeah. So. I know. I know. <laughs> you're probably, we probably waiting for the caffeine. Yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I got to mention it. Um, and, you know, if you're having trouble calming your mind at night, getting to sleep, or waking up multiple times at night, evaluate your caffeine intake. If you are drinking caffeine in the afternoon, I would recommend to cut off caffeine afternoon or even 11 a.m. Also look at how much caffeine you are drinking in the morning. If you're drinking multiple cups, maybe cut back just to one or two. Um, I know you may think that I'm crazy for suggesting to cut back on caffeine, but I assure you it's not the worst thing in the world. <laughs> and if yep. it gets you a restful night's sleep in the end, it's totally worth it. Absolutely. And I get yep. crap from my husband um, almost every day for because I make <laughs> I make like half coffee and then I ha- use chicory root, which yeah. is caffeine free. So it's like half calf coffee and he gives me crap every single day and it's hilarious. <laughs> hey, you know what else I thought about? Um, you know, sometimes people have anxiety like me and, you know, seeing a therapist also a good mm-hmm. idea. If it's yeah. anxiety keeping you awake and you are unable to turn your mind off at night and you're experiencing kind of like worrying all day long, also mm-hmm. a really good idea to kind of um, to see somebody who's a professional who works with anxiety to see if there's some other things, some other strategies you can do just in general over time yeah. to help yourself For out. Because sure. sometimes sleep is, or lack of sleep uh, is a byproduct of just anxiety in general. And sometimes you can take supplements. Sometimes you can, you know, talk it out with the therapist. Sometimes there's some other things you can do in your, in your day that can help you. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. That's uh, therapy's great. A really good point. Mary. It is. Okay, guys, we yeah. have some tips. I know we shared a ton of like strategies uh, to help you calm your mind and, you know, things to do if you wake up in the middle of the night, but we're going to give you tips because we always give you five tips at the end. Mm-hmm. Five and tips, kind of a summary. Yeah. Just a little summary. Kisa, are we going to, we should list those out maybe. Oh, it'll be in the transcript. Never mind, folks. We'll give you the transcript yeah. so that yeah. you can go uh, back. 
Yeah. In our show notes on our website, we'll have Mm -hmm. the transcript. So all of these, let me see. I think we had 12. (laughs) We had a lot. 12, 13, 14 after (laughs) second thought. 12. (laughs) Oh yeah. We had a few second thoughts. Yeah. Okay. So 13, um, strategies. They'll be in the transcript. So you can just download that and it'll be right there for you. Perfect. Okay, guys. Uh, Our tip number one for you is to create a bedtime routine. And like I said before, there's a reason we have bedtime routines for kids. It helps them to settle down and lets them know that it's time for sleep. Mm -hmm. And the same thing is true for adults. A bedtime routine and regular bedtime will help your body know that it's time for bed. And it also... um, will help regulate your circadian rhythms or your wake and sleep cycle. Perfect. And the second tip is to, if you find yourself awake at night, to try to recognize that you're keeping yourself awake and decide if you want to, which sounds like a really simple thing, but it's really important. So just be intentional about what you are doing with your own time. And if you want to stay awake, do so. And if you don't, pick a strategy to go back to sleep. (laughs) awesome and tip number three is to evaluate your thoughts about sleep so if you have thoughts floating in your head like ugh it's going to take me forever to get to sleep again (laughs) or you know I hope I don't wake up again tonight because I won't be able to get back to sleep then you're going to have trouble getting back to sleep when you wake up so You know, really, really ask, you know, do these thoughts serve you or help you get a good night's sleep? If not, what thoughts could you think instead that would, you know, help you get a good night's sleep? And maybe it's something like, I will get the amount of sleep I need. My body knows how to get to sleep. Um, These thoughts would be, you know, would better serve you and help improve your quality of sleep. Uh, What are your thoughts that you can think that, help you sleep soundly maybe Mm -hmm. it's something um not even related to sleep like i'm relaxed maybe you know like it doesn't have to be around sleep because sometimes if we just like turn or even doing like a body scan like you said mary um Mm -hmm. something that's not really related to sleep takes your mind off like i can't get to sleep i can't get to sleep yeah get get control be intentional with your thoughts yeah Uh, Tip number four for you is to turn off screens. And I know this may seem crazy, but all you need is 30 minutes before bed. You know, pick up a good book or have a conversation with somebody. This will help your body produce melatonin, um, which is your sleep hormone, and it'll help regulate your sleep cycle. Excellent. And our last tip for you, tip number five, is to create a list of mind-clearing activities. And we shared some great activities that can help you clear your mind and help promote sleep. So go ahead and make a list of these things and that kind of like spoke to you or you feel like, oh, yeah, that would help me. And when you find yourself struggling to get to sleep or awake in the middle of the night, pull out your list and do something on it. Yeah, great idea. And, um, you know, this can help you feel supported when your mind is racing and you're having trouble sleeping. Excellent. Yeah. So print print out our list, make your own, have a little, have a little bedtime, a bedside, sleepy time section, sleepy time list, coloring book and pens and pencils and a journal. Have a a little basket. Oh, I like it. Your bedtime, bedtime, your bedside table. (laughs) Your, Your sleepy, your sleepy time basket. 
<laughs> Sleepy time basket. I like it. I'm I'm actually like through throughout this episode, I keep getting a little like mm, so relaxed. Yeah. Such great ideas. These are so good. Alrighty, friends. It's time for us to go snooze. So that's all we have for you today. <laughs> We're gonna go take it. Well, I'm going to go take a nap. Mary's going to go to bed. It's time for me to go to sleep. Um, So thanks for being awesome as always and listening in. Definitely tune into our next episode where we talk about the mental blocks that can keep you from exercising when you know it's going to make you feel better. Mm -hmm. Um, If you'd like to know more about us, if you have any questions or comments, head on over to our dedicated Facebook group. Or you can contact me or actually, and I need to mention, you should find me in my Facebook group. If you're a healthcare professional who is experiencing some form of burnout, you should come join my group. And I'm going to have the link to that on my website. Um, So come find me at www.maryalicepreston.com. That's M-A-R-Y-A-L-Y-C-E-P-R-E-S-T-O-N.com. Or find Kisa at her website, get your freebie at www.kisaamaro.com and that's K-E-Y-S-A-A-M-A-R-O.com. Sweet. And if you know someone who you think would benefit from the information shared on our podcast, please share this episode. Please. Please. We want to extend our message to and support as many people as possible. And we need your help to get our message out because Mary and I, we don't really like to talk about ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) like podcast what podcast who's i've got a podcast so we need you to do our work for us people yes if you could help us (laughs) (laughs) we would greatly appreciate your help in reaching out to people who could benefit from our podcast yes and last but not least if you could continue to do our work for us and if you enjoy the show would really love it if you would leave us an honest review on iTunes that bumps us up in the ratings so that people will find us. Otherwise, it's really hard to find podcasts on iTunes. Yeah. There's so many. Yeah. So simply go to iTunes, search for the podcast page, and then hit the tab for ratings and reviews. Click on write a review, write something amazing, and we would really love it. <laughs> you can just write something amazing. Just write something amazing. Or you could be like, <laughs> I hated this podcast. Write whatever you want. But leave us a review. We love reviews. Fine, as long as it's honest. Yeah, don't lie. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's it, everyone. <laughs> we love you. We love you oh, all. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>